Welcome to track number two of I and My Children. Number two. Are you there? Revelations 21. Number two is that certain things disqualify you from being a son or a daughter. Amazing. And that's what I want to read to you. Revelations 21. All right. Revelations 21. You get disqualified from being a son or a daughter by certain things. Oh dear. Where's my pen? Okay. It says, and I saw, I heard a loud voice, amen, from the throne saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is among men, the street. And he will, he will do what? Read it, let's see. Yes. You wipe away every the chair. There will no longer be any death, no mourning, blah, blah, blah. That's fine. He, no, let's read it. There will be no more mourning, no crying, no pain, for the first things have passed away. That's fine. And he who sits on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. And he said, Write, for these words are faithful and true. All right. And he said, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega. The beginning, the end, I will give to the one who thirsts from the springs of the water of life without cost. Thirst is a qualification for getting a lot of things. You don't get things just because you are a member. You get things because you are thirsty. Because you are hungry. Blessed are they that hunger. So once there is hunger in somebody and thirst, you attract the springs of life to yourself. And so, you find out that some people get more. And sometimes we have to go more to certain places. Talk more to certain people. Because they are thirsty. Because they are hungry. Not because they are nearby. Or because they are rich. Or because they, they, they are nice looking. Or because they have money. But because they are thirsty. And so I try to go to places where the people are thirsty. I try to select thirsty people. That's why I selected you. Because I thought you were thirsty. I felt you were thirsty because when you when you offer a drink, would you like a drink to somebody to somebody who is not thirsty? He said, "No, no, thank you." So, oh, I've got I've got coke, I've got fruit punch, I've got lemonade. So, oh, no, thank you. Would you like some coffee? No, thank you. Would you like some tea? Oh, no, thank you. Everything, no, thank you. Because I asked the wrong person. I, I prepared all my drinks for the wrong person who was not thirsty. What is forgiven? <laughs> Ice water. <laughs> now let's read verse 7. He who overcomes. But what do you have? Well, read your version. Let's say. You, you be my son. So, you'll be my son. You see, so God is saying, you will become my son. Eh? He who overcomes. But, but, but who are those who cannot become sons and who cannot join the household? Are you listening to me? Who are those who cannot join their father to do the real battle together? It says, but what? 
what does your version say the king james say fearful and this one says cowardly and then what unbelieving and the other one says what abominable madras and immoral sorceress and idolaters and all liars their path will be in the lake that burns with fire and brimstone which is the second day so in this verse you see one of the things that prevents people from being real sons do you see it's about one being cowardly or afraid you are, don't be afraid to go on the mission field yeah otherwise you are not a real son because I also launched when I, when I said to Bishop Saki let's start a church he said what about if the church doesn't work let's start it in, in Sawam which is outside Accra so that if it doesn't work nobody will laugh at us To do the ministry, you need to be brave. You, you can't be afraid. And you can't, you can't look at somebody and have a certain mind towards them. So how much will I be paid? So what will I get? So will I, will I be like the bishop? I can see that the bishop doesn't lack money. Will I also be like that? And as you have all those thoughts about, about God, about the ministry, about even the, your father who is encouraging you, you have that fearfulness keeps you away and you are never really able to become a real son or a real daughter it's true it's those thoughts fear so will i will i also be okay hey look at bishop driving his nice car will i also have a nice car say bishop seems to be happy will i will i be happy do you see and you are thinking things you know like one 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 brother i I was speaking to him about the ministry and I, i told him i said no those of us who are in the ministry you know, we, we, are, we, are, we are okay. We are not. You know, what, you know what he said to me? He said, Bishop, it's only you and one or two other people who are okay. I said, what do you mean by that? You see, because he had a, a cousin who was working in the ministry. And he felt that that person, right, was not okay. So he said, you know, but it's only you. Is it not only no? He said, "Is it not only you and one or two other people who are okay?" Is it, this is what's his mind. Is it, <laughs> these are the, these are the minds of people. They don't say that it is in their head. That is one of the reasons why people don't commit themselves. They say to themselves, "Is it not only you and this person and this person who is okay?" The fearful. And that, that guy who was feeding him with whatever information later became an orangu. I mean, he was on his way to become an orangu. And this other guy, also the two of them. So you, you, you could see that, not they connected, they were already related and they were already related spiritually. <laughs> Fathers and the sons were moving. Yeah. You know, I was talking to Malon, who is in, in, in Ghana, and he was saying, you know, people who say they want to come to Ghana and, and so on, he said, they should be very sure about what they are saying. There is something that they should have a conviction about. 
You see, coming to the ministry is not about coming to get things. It's about following your faith and your belief. And when you follow your faith and your belief, you are not, you are not cowardly. And you don't have negative thoughts. And you yourself know, am I God? Am I God? Can I, can I, can I, can I, can I determine your future? If you come to the ministry, can I say how things are going to be? I mean, how can I, how can I, do I know how you will preach? Do I know what's in your heart? Do I know how, how well you are going to serve God? Do I know how you, you are going to turn out? I can't determine it. We don't determine it. It's God who determines it. You also determine a lot. And even though you may say yes, a lot of things in your life, nobody really knows. You understand? So how can I, how can I determine how? To, because God has his own way of lifting us or bringing us down or doing whatever. True elevation, true lifting, it's always from God. The promotion does not come from the east. It does not come from the west. It comes from God. Are you listening? Yeah, so you, you say you are coming to Ghana. Be sure before you come. Before you buy your ticket and you arrive in Ghana. Be sure that you'll never be poor. Be sure that you'll be okay. Be sure that you are satisfy yourself. Don't come and then later be saying, eh, so Bishop, is it only you who seems to be happy here? <laughs> so only you and this and this and that. You know, all those ideas that may be in your mind, let them either keep you here or get rid of them and come with faith and trust God. If it works, fine. If it doesn't work, too, yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> because I have no bad intentions. One time I sent some people to the mission field and they were complaining. This, that, 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 that. I said, hey, what are you saying? What are you saying? I talked to one person, my brother, what are you talking? What are you saying? I can't even go into the details. They said, that, and that, and that, and that, and that. And it was the devil. It was the devil. They talked themselves out of their ministry. They talk themselves out of it. They forced me in the end. I said, my friend, pack your things, your bags, your wife, your children, and return to the original place that you were, where you claim I came to spoil your life from. And I don't want to even go to the details. Return to that place. When you were there, where were you and what did you have? You see, you don't even analyze. When foolishness is moving, it doesn't think. <laughs> you ask her, what do you have here in London? Let's talk about it. You, you, don't, you don't even have nothing. You have less than nothing. You are worth less than zero. <laughs> your, your, your economic value is less than zero. Yes, you are in the reverse, you are in the red. So if tomorrow you at least you are able to be at zero, you are being promoted. <laughs> huh? If you can actually become rise to become nothing, you are being promoted. Is it getting hot now? No or yes? yes? I think it's getting hot. So turn it off before it gets too hot. 
You see, widows are some of the most pathetic people that you can ever meet. A widow. Yeah, especially if they've been married for some time. When the husband is around, they don't know what they have. But when somebody's husband dies, you see the person. If you are a Christian or a pastor to a certain level, your heart breaks. You feel you feel a compassion that is difficult to control. Yes. Because they are they are they are state is very pitiful because no one easily wants to marry you know a a widow do you get what I'm saying I mean if you go to the restaurant you want a fresh plate of food fully fully Sometimes, when the husband is there, for a long time, when you talk to widows, one of the things that well, I'll talk to two different widows have said the same thing. One widow said to me, when she sees married couples quibbling, quarreling, it irritates her. She can't stand it because her husband, her husband is dead. And another one said, she said to me, I told my sister. Her sister was, her husband did this. And she said, look, this is it's nothing. She's trying to explain to me. It's nothing. It's nothing. But, so many times, when we are in a certain state, we don't think deeply. If you think deeply, you will value many things. Are you listening? Yes. And it's, it's only for me, people who can be in full-time ministry are people who think deeply. They think far. They think the latitude, the scope is broadened. That's why education even helps. You see that? You've been to school. You've thought. You've analyzed. Sometimes coming to London is the best education for you. You are educated by suffering, by poverty. You understand? You are educated by... Like going through things. It's true. I mean, you people don't have much. I, I know how much you have by taking offerings from you. Yeah. I, I know how much you have by, when I take offerings from you. One day I went to the dentist. And then she put the, she was pulling my tooth out. So she, she put the thing in there and then she started to pull. She was pulling, she was pulling, she was pulling. Then it reached a certain place. I myself started to go. You see. And then, and then she stopped. She said, should I stop? I said, no, continue. It's not easy to pull out a tooth. 
Now, sometimes when I'm taking offerings, it reminds me of the toothy that was being pulled out. Because there are very few teeth. So, one that you are pulling out, the body will not easily accept it. So, so now when I'm taking offerings from you, I, can, I feel as if I'm a, I'm a dentist. The body is also coming with the tooth. <laughs> or you don't understand my message. So, brothers and sisters, amen? amen? When you think deeply, you will know what you have. So, don't start thinking. Your latitude should become wider. Your scope. Analysis. Huh? Analysis. Thoughts. God. How great. Peace. Joy. Satisfaction. Happiness. Money, finances. I spoke to one person. I said, Are you rich? She said, I'm okay. I said, Are you sure you are rich? I'm okay. Then I said, How much do you owe? Thousands of dollars. So I said, Then you are poor. She said, No, I'm okay. You see, you, you will not analyze. Like you don't have anything. You are negative something. You are not, you are not okay. Once you owe money, you are not okay. You have to work for years without eating before you can pay that money. Are you listening to me? Yes. Yeah. So it's very, very, very important that you think deeply. Otherwise, you can become um, some way. And fearfulness thinking and cowardly thinking is a very negative thing. And that's, that's one of the ways of thinking of a lot of lay pastors. They look at me and they advise people who are coming into the ministry and coming to work for the Lord. They advise them against. They call them as, are you sure? Be careful of what you are doing. You got to be careful. And they're advising people against doing the ministry because of the fearful mind. You know? But meanwhile, they would entrust themselves to some other companies. I have watched in Accra as people have forsaken the ministry, gone to work for other companies which have closed down companies and banks and corporations which have laid them off as we have gone higher and higher. So brothers and sisters, don't have a fearful mind. Otherwise, you can never be a real son. You can never be a real son. Your daughter is not afraid of you when I take my belt and I beat my children, they know that I love them. Yeah. And it's when you are not a real son or other that you can't be rebuked. You can't be corrected. You can't be told things that are not, that are not praise and worship. So every day we have to praise you and say, oh, Shawanda, you are great. Shawanda, we enjoy your song. Shawanda, thank you for this. If we don't say it, then something is coming. You are not a sort of, you are not a proper person. Must be able to tell you things and face you squarely. Otherwise, you are not a child. You see, but once you, you have that fearful mind, as soon as we rebuke you, then the fears will now monitor. Uh-huh. You see, this is it. Oh, we were told. You see, this thing we were told that there is this thing. So when you see such people, you are you can't easily rebuke them because of their fearful mind. That's why I say, if you say you are coming for missions, don't plan any particular town. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you are a certain way, 
then we can't send you to really where we need to. Because the town that we may need to send you is some village in Nigeria or in Ghana. And then so I was expecting to be sent to uh, Dar es Salaam. Or I was expecting to be sent to, I mean, Nairobi. Or I was expecting to be sent to some city that you've heard the name of and you know the name of that city. You know, there are, as, a, as a, a leader of a ministry or a father or whatever I, I, I am, there are people I am afraid to correct. I don't like to correct them. I don't like to say anything about their things. When I say it becomes a huge, I have to almost explain. Sometimes I apologize. One day I was correcting somebody, then I started apologizing. I said, Oh, I'm so sorry for this. I'm so sorry for this. Then somebody was at the meeting, later called the person and said, when your father starts to apologize, there is something wrong with it. <laughs> and the person had not noticed that I was apologizing. He was receiving the apologies. <laughs> Are you listening to me? Yes. The fearful, and what's the next one? And the cowardly. Huh? You can't be cowardly. You can't be cowardly. You can't be cowardly. You've got to be brave, okay? Is that Nikki? Buki. Nikki is out there, isn't it? You are still here. Buki. You can't be, you can't be coward. You've got to be brave. When you are getting married, you've got to be brave. When you go home, look at your breasts in the mirror and ask which of these is going to become cancer after one year of getting married. Yeah. When a man is marrying you, how does he know which of these is going to become cancer and you're going to depart or be cut off and you'll be in the house with one side only or both? Nobody knows. And how do you know whether he will die? You don't know all these things, but you go with confidence. You have, cow, you, you have faith for marriage, one of the most unpredictable things in the world. When it comes to the ministry, your cowardliness comes to the highest peak. And you are the greatest coward and afraid of, and you come up with so many possibilities. And what about this? What if this? What about this? What if this? But when it comes to marriage, whether your, your wife can have a child, whether you have, a, you have sperms. Look, when you sleep with a man and he has uh, ejaculation and semen comes. It doesn't mean there's sperm in it. It's like you can drink or, uh, juice that there's no vitamin C in it. Yeah. And, and there can be and there will be vitamin C or vitamin B in it. So the, the liquids can come more, plenty, but there's not even one sperm in it. Yeah. So which man has it? And there's no way to tell it. Doesn't, it's not determined by how he looks or whether he has a beard or how the, the, the things look like. Or, there's nothing like that. It's just, just that it's not there. <laughs> how do you know? So why don't you avoid or do tests before you marry? Uh-huh. So, do a test before you marry so that we can assess. Whether you, 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 you can. Whether you can. Whether she can. Then you two can. We should do tests on you to check so many things. Whether you can. And the potential. And even when you can. And all the 
facilities are there and all the organs are there and all the parameters are correct we have we have what we call unexplained infertility which is a large section of infertility unexplained medically unexplained there's no reason why the person shouldn't be pregnant the person doesn't get pregnant so what shall we do but that's one you wore a white dress and invited people come and see what i'm coming to do everybody come and see me on saturday i'll wear a white dress and i'll join with this guy and we shall we we we, we are telling everybody that we shall stay together forever and ever everybody come and see everybody come and see everybody come and see i'm bold i'm strong i'm going i have faith when it comes to the ministry there are certain things that we are are looking into things we are sorting things out or you don't understand the message don't marry again they have faith for that, but they don't have faith for God. So I'm going, like Abraham said, I'm going. God says, Go. I don't know where I'm going. He knows where. Amen. Amen. What do you think? Is it powerful? Amen. That's what makes you strong to be able to go. And it's also good to make you rich to your surprise. For you shall be rich. You shall be rich. You shall be rich to your surprise actually it will not be your plan the people who can best handle riches are those who don't want it don't expect it yeah. you can handle it. riches are one of the most dangerous things to have yeah very de- deadly to have when god can trust you with it it's often when you've given it up. You don't want it. You don't expect it. Then he can say, I bless you, my son. All right? Are you there? Yes. Great. And then what is the other one? You cannot be the sons and the daughters. Unbelieving. We preach and preach and preach. You don't believe. We say and say and say and say you don't believe. That's why I said that. Some people call me daddy. Papa. They might as well call me BMW. And I will still say yes. He said, BM. I said, yes. This message continues on the next track. Keep listening. <laughs>